Hey, what's up everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. In honor of uh, Star Wars Day, May the 4th, we decided to re-release this episode we recorded with our late friend Jamal Wallace-Knight about the original trilogy. Check it out. I hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2 Podcast. <laughs> my name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me as always is my co-host, the Evervescent uh, Matthew Skywalker. Matthew Haas. Okay. Of the House of Skywalker. Yeah. And joining us today is our return guest, our good friend, and uh, Sith Lord. No, wait. <laughs> no. Master Jedi, Jamal Wallace Knight. From the House of Finn. The House of Finn. <laughs> I think that's race. I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, so how is everybody today? Good. Doing good. Real good. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the original Star Wars trilogy. That started with 1977's Episode 4, which has been retitled A New Hope since then. So let's start out and talk about that one. What are your thoughts, Jamal, on A New Hope? Okay. Well, uh, for starters, as you said, it came out in 1977. Um, at that time, I was negative seven years old um, at the time. Um, first time I saw New Hope was in uh, was it 1992. Uh, was the first time I saw it at the time, I was still, you know, kid. I was wild, blown away. Now that I'm older, um, my thought about about Episode Four, I still kind of question to this day like why did they always start off with the whole series at episode 4 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's always been a question of mine. Um, I like the movie. Uh, I do. It actually, now that we're all older now, it finally makes sense as to all the other episodes of the series. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think the reason that they started with episode four is because it was based on the like serials that would play at movie theaters, like a movie serial, like Flash Gordon's and things of that nature. And uh, those would each have a different episode. And uh, he kind of wanted to just be like, you're just joining mid-story in a way. Or in mid-story in this universe. Even though it is a complete story, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, one thing that it, it did do a great thing is it did break barriers as far as with movies and because now you see movies that kind of like start off either in the middle or at the end and then rewind itself to the beginning yeah i mean i I, when i was in college i was not inspired by this but i just randomly decided to uh, make a movie called the chronicles of love and life volume two elizabeth (laughs) which i am remaking shortly and i'm not calling it that calling it good night elizabeth anyways um (laughs) but yeah they uh the idea is kind of cool. So, what are your thoughts, Matthew? Um, I liked the movie. That's you know, that's all you. Have that's to all say. I have to say about it. no. Uh, but <laughs> that going, was deep, man. Well, going after what you were saying too about, um, you know, uh, at first he just was planning on making one movie. He, you know, I mean, he, at some points he said he always wanted to be nine movies. I don't believe that, but um, so it was just it was just Star Wars when it just came out. It, like the first. When you saw it in the movies, it just said Star Wars. It didn't say chap- um, Episode Four or whatever. And then um, when he got the idea to make, because I think at that time he had maybe already had the idea of making the prequels, like even way before he actually started making them in like 1999 or whatever. So at that point, he's like, "Well, these this is Episodes Four through Seven. I mean, Four through Six. Then because then we're gonna tell tell the story of how Anakin kind of became." Darth Vader, and then that's how episode one, two, th- one through three came about, like 15, 17 years later, or whatever. So I think that's personally why it started saying, like, episode four and five and six, you know, stuff like that. Yes. That's just my own personal theory, but. That's your own personal theory? You know, I'm not, don't, you know, don't call up George Lucas and ask, you know, oh, Matt, Matt Skywalker well, said. Well, surprise uh, everybody. On the phone right now. <laughs> Is no one. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, definitely not George Lucas. <laughs> but I liked it. I mean, just like like I was saying before, like when we were watching it, like I, I got like teary-eyed, like just like seeing Princess Leia when she inserts that card into R2-D2 and says, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. I could still like that mm-hmm. scene, just that beginning of the movie, because that's like, that's what sets up the whole s- series is, is the, you know, the, the ship is under attack by the stormtroopers. Princess Leia's got to send out this like just like last message just you know hoping against hope that someone will find it and then she gets you know taken as prisoner by her father which she doesn't even know is her father yes and i don't think he knew that um she was his daughter at that time either so. and i don't think george lucas knew either nope i don't think <laughs> <laughs> i'm not, <laughs> not trying see to sometimes retconning is okay sometimes mm-hmm. retcons work it's not always a bad thing see that's a problem i have with a lot of the retconning it's like okay the coolest retcon is, you know, no, I am your father. Mm-hmm. You know, when Vader says that. But then everybody in Hollywood, hmm. and especially in the Star Wars universe, is like, 
oh, that worked, so let's make everybody related to everybody. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Nothing. We'll We're talk about yet. that later. <laughs> but, um, but I'm just even talking, not even just in Star Wars. Like It, it happens in TV shows. and I mean, it's always happened, though. It's, it's, it's a soap opera trope. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, because it's not like something that Lucas created himself. I mean, because you'll, you'll uh, you know, you'll have that on a soap opera where, like, the bad guy, the the hero of the soap opera or whatever, you know, the, the, the good doctor or whatever, you know, or the good lawyer of the town, you know, the good mayor or whatever the fuck, you know, finds out that the, the evil mobster is his dad and he's like, oh, no, right. you know, or something like that. Or know? he's got a twin brother yeah. who kills him and then takes yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you think about it, just like you, you said, mm-hmm. actually yourself, like it was like a soap opera, and that is one way of looking at uh, Star Wars. Well, like, it's a space opera. It's a space yeah, opera, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, Instead of know. selling soap, you're selling, you're selling space, right? Yeah, well, is that what it is? You know, yeah, exactly. And because that, that's why soap operas are called soap operas. Yeah, you know. Because you were selling soap. And the Empire <laughs> was like the Space Force. So, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good old Space Force. Yes. <laughs> I'm joining. I don't know about you. <laughs> joining the academy? Yes. All right, cool. You know, because I'm tired of working on these moisture farms. and uh... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, my, my feeling is is I think it's one of the most uh, revolutionary and uh, probably the most uh, influential film in cinema history. Uh, after Citizen Kane, maybe. Or yeah. maybe equal with it. Especially anything that came after 1977 in the uh, science fiction genre or the action genre or anything was very much influenced this by this film. Um, that's my initial thoughts on it. And I mean, the, the special effects are just amazing in it. Not the new edited special edition special effects necessarily. <laughs> Some of them are good, but, right. you know, but uh, I don't know. I don't like a lot of the uh, added bullshit um <laughs> or, or you know or uh you know wampa shit or something whatever you want to call it and anyways um, <laughs> well you know and, yeah. and that's the thing by star wars episode four was also uh breaking barriers because you're talking about the inception of industrial light magic you know yeah. at the time. so that was also a really big breakthrough for not you know not just Star Wars, but in the movie industry, yeah. So that set like that. That movie alone like raised the bar, and that's what mm. we actually think about. And I mean, the casting is perfect for the main characters too. I mean, if you mm. look, I mean, Mark Hamill is just perfect as the naive, young. You know, I want to be us. You know, a farmer basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a farmer. He's a farm boy. Yeah, and I mean. He's great, and then you know, of course, Harrison Ford is just perfect mm-hmm. in every way. <laughs> do, do you do you think? And this is a rhetorical kind of kind of rhetorical question. Do you think Tom Selleck is probably wondering what the hell is I thinking? Well, Tom Selleck wasn't really necessarily up for this. So he was up for Indiana Jones. Oh wow! Yeah, he was actually the original choice to be Indiana Jones, oh. and had a contract issue with uh, Magnum PI. The show was supposed to have been canceled, but then last minute mm. they renewed it for another season, and so he had no choice but to walk yeah. Away. Wow. At least that's what I believe the story is. But yeah, I don't know if he even auditioned for this. Mm. There was talks that he might have been up for it or offered it, but I don't know. I know a lot of other people, you know, like Bruce Boxleder and uh, I can't remember. It's like some other people um, auditioned for the role. 
Um, I mean, he's on like thir- season thirty-seven of Blue Bloods right now, so I think he's okay. He's he's, he's doing all he's right. He's doing all right. You know? And he's still yeah. a good actor. He's, he, good. Yeah. he's not hurting. No, no. I, I know he's not. I mean, I and he's a really good guy from what I hear mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I've, I've heard. I heard he's really nice. Yeah, I yeah, because yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with uh, Gregory Jabara. If you're listening, Greg, I don't know if you would be. Anyways, <laughs> um, probably not. But um, Gregory Jabara, who's his co-star on Blue Bloods, says mm-hmm. he's one of the nicest guys in the world and he would do anything for anybody so that's that's cool um yeah but i mean and then of course we have carrie fisher Mm. as princess leia who is interesting i mean my my only critique in here is it's just funny because she uh sometimes has a british accent in the first movie i I think i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) the part where she goes I recognize your foul stench when I was brought on board. Is that yeah. that part? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it turned out later on in an interview, she was saying that she was so in awe of, uh, what's his name? Play Tarkin. Um, oh, uh, uh, Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing, yeah. I, I just blanked on his name. I should know that. <laughs> Anyways, um, she was so in awe of him that she basically started mimicking his voice. Oh, wow. In nervousness. Wow. And that's why she had a British accent there. I wonder how you took that. I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder. How but you took uh, that that's kind of cool. Um, and then you have Sir Alec Guinness mm. as Obi Wan Kenobi. <clears throat> um, he uh, is the epitome of your old wizard guy. You know, he's your yeah. he's your proto Gandalf. You know, he's your <laughs> yeah. You I know, see that. yeah. I mean, in movies that is because. Lord of the Rings was written before me anyway, but we're not going <laughs> to. I think, I think they know that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'd like to think our audience is smart, but I don't know. Why am I whispering? Don't insult I, I have them. no idea why you're whispering right now. No, I'm just saying I like to think they are, and I, I believe they are. Oh, okay. I'm just saying sometimes I like to just share obvious facts like, hi, my name's Mike. Yeah. Or like, hey, we're talking about Star Wars, even though it's written in the freaking description of the episode. Right. But which I don't think anybody just stumbled on accidentally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you never know. Maybe they're bored one night. Who knows? It's went on autoplay. Yeah, could yeah, happen. That, that, I guess it could happen. Times it happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but but, uh, but Obi Wan Kenobi is or old Ben Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is uh, a hermit. With lots of mystery. Yeah, he lives by himself, way far from everyone else. He's mm-hmm. a bachelor. They kind two. of look after Luke, basically, from afar, kind of. So he's a stalker. No, he's what? more of like a guardian. <laughs> he's a guardian, which is what he was. Um, I mean, that was actually his actual title as a Jedi. He was a guardian Jedi because he had the blue lightsaber, and that's what that's stands for i'm kind of getting into weird star wars theory. oh that's that's fine <laughs> but, that's, that's, good. <laughs> but that's what the blue so. that's what a blue saber is kind of mean the guardian mm-hmm. so he was so, a guardian so of right now jamal's talking with a microphone with a blue Ooh. top to mm-hmm. it so is he a guardian yeah but i got the red one i don't want to be a sith i'm sorry oh, damn it. i got the yellow one yeah the one. Mm. that's what that's mum, what, mum is the word I don't, yeah. I don't get that away right yeah yellow is a uh, interesting color yes so um <laughs> what um what was your favorite scene in a new hope jamal only one scene mm-hmm. only uh, okay well i have several but i will narrow it down to one for respective airtime 
Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, episode, uh, the part I like was mm. when Grandma's talking and Darth Vader, when they were all having a meeting and Vader started choking him. And he said, I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> yes. I, love is, that. I love that. Yeah. What is your favorite scene? <clears throat> okay. Matthew? Matthew Skywalker? Matthew. Matthew. Matthew Can't Hoss. be the same he's, as mine. He, he's going to call me by my real name because he's he likes to bring me back back down to reality. Mm-hmm. Well, Jamal is I tend a, to jump. Jamal is a <clears throat> Jamal Wallace Jedi Knight. Okay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> okay. So my favorite scene is a very... It's not even <clears throat> like significant in the movie. It, it's just one of my favorite lines ever in any movie. I don't know what it is. But it just it gets emotionally gets to me because like C three PO is like kind of like a human being. Like he's got emotions mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's right after they you know they they escape um, or they crash the ship and they're on the the, the desert. Mm-hmm. And C three PO says, um, I, "I think we were just made to suffer. It's our lot in life." And like. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason, that line is, is so sad. Hearing like a nice little robot say that with his little friend wheeling <laughs> about in the sand, it's like so cute. But at the same time, it's so like depressing. But it's like a good kind. Of, no, it's, it's sad. Is what it is. It's not depressing. It's sad because it's a sadness that kind of allows for emotions to come out, whereas depression is more of an inward thing. So it's more of like a cathartic. Kind of, I don't know what I'm saying. It was like but, a form, um, form of clinical depression. But so I like, saying. yeah. But I like that scene a lot. I like that. I like, um, I think my favorite part, um, in the first film is actually when they rescue, when uh, Luke rescues uh, Leia <laughs> and she criticizes him for being a little short for a, for a stormtrooper. <laughs> right. And then, and then I like when he takes off his helmet and it's like, my name is Luke Skywalker and I'm here to rescue you. It's like so optimistic and. Right. <laughs> He's like such a boy in yeah, this movie. He's like 18 or 17 or whatever. Like. He like ages so much from this movie to the next movie, even though it was only a couple of years. Right. But it's still, it's like... <laughs> well, that's what happens when you live on a ice planet. You're yeah. cold and bitter. and mm-hmm. yeah. It does happen. You know, and they may age differently in a galaxy far, far away. Right. You know? Yes, they do. Or a long time ago. Right. So, um... I don't... I mean, is anything else you want to say about the first film? Uh, no, that's it. No, I just, it's just good um, in general. It's one of my fav- favorite. I mean, Empire is my probably my favorite of the first trilogy. But yeah. I just like the introduction of Lord Vader. Um, if you notice, he kind of is sarcastic in A New Hope. He's kind of got like he actually sounds kind of like Anakin Skywalker in the the prequel trilogy. He's kind of got this sort of sarcasm. Which is, you know, interesting because, you know, Darth Vader, he's supposed to be like this really, you know, fearsome dude. And yet he kind of cracks wise a little bit here and there. And I noticed throughout the series, he kind of gets more and more serious. But like in A New Hope, he's kind of like almost does pranks on people like, you know, like chokeholds that guy. Like that guy clearly understands that the force is real. I don't know why he would make fun of it. but (laughs) I'm not an expert, Matt, but I I don't think someone who's choking you and you're grasping for air is a prank I'm well just, it's, just, it's, just just throwing that out it's his version of a prank because you know? he's so he's so dark that to him that's a joke you know okay, okay. I, almost, I almost killed you it was funny you i know? shouldn't choke my friends no no you should not <clears throat> damn it my plans for later have changed oh well, you know <laughs> well you know don't worry there's always facebook uh <laughs> and plus two the oh sorry no go ahead 
uh, the, 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 obviously the, the, the fighting scene when, when Luke blows up the Death Star, that's a really good scene. I love that scene. It's like 10 minutes long or something like that. Um, way better than the, the pod race and, and the Phantom Menace, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, it, they all have their place, I guess. But hey, Can I say one thing? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. The only issue I have with that scene with Death Star blowing up. Now, the 1977 version and the version I saw growing up, I'm okay with that. But in the special edition of A New Hope, when the Death Star blew up, the shockwave goes lateral. How how the hell did that happen? Like you're in space. Like how did it just make a big ring right. lateral like that? Like right. well, we're also hearing it's it's in a different galaxy, so maybe it's different. Though. I mean, right. That's like if I jumped out of a window and I go up. Right, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice that, but gravity's different there. I guess. I, I suppose. Um, Must be the south side of the galaxy. Maybe they were just meant to show like how powerful the blast was that it, but still, it would think it would go outward, not you know. Well, also you can hear the 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 like lasers firing and stuff in space, and you really can't in real space, uh, right? Right, because there's no sound. If there was sound, we could breathe. Mm -hmm. You know. So obviously, that space though too is that you can't breathe in it because you you need to be covered. So that, that that's that aspect of space apparently is parallel to our galaxy, but not the sound part. You get to hear sound in that space, so that's cool, I guess. Yeah, you know, I guess that's a you know, it's like a you get an extra little, you know. So so it's, it's favoritism. So they just put sound. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't think they were that. thinking that far ahead. I think some uh, some interesting facts here about the movie. Just some random trivia. David Prowse and James Earl Jones, who play the body and the voice of uh, Darth Vader. Have never met. Mm. Really? Yes. And uh, I just find that really interesting. Wow. Um, David Prowse, of course, being the man who trained um, <clears throat> Christopher Reeves, sorry, um, to play Superman. Yes. Trained, he trained him into you know bodybuilding, and because he was a bodybuilder, mm. he was a really, really big guy. You know, he was like a. That's why, you know, when you see him, like, he actually, in one of those scenes, when he actually picks someone up, he actually just picked up the dude himself. Yeah. Oh, was that the Return of the Jedi, I think? It was the, I think it was almost, uh, yeah. 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 yeah um, during the trash compactor scene, Mark Hamill held his breath so long that he popped a blood vessel in his face. Oh, oh wow. And so they had to shoot all the rest of his scenes from the one side of his face. Wow. <laughs> to oh, hide that, it. That would make uh, <laughs> a lot of sense on those scenes now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, according to Mark Hamill, studio executives were unhappy that Chewbacca had no clothes and attempted to have the costume redesigned with shorts. Oh, my God. How, how, how do you put shorts on all that fur? Like, I don't know. Do you... Why would you want to wear shorts if you're all furry? Right. It's like, like... it's like I never get it when people put clothes on their dogs. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's cute, yeah, but your dog doesn't really fucking need it. <laughs> your dog doesn't need a coat. He does, though. No, he doesn't, damn it. Mm. I don't care what you say, Matthew. Your dog does not need a coat. Mm. I'm going to argue this till I die. A leather jacket, you know, you know, type of... You know, well, so you're, a... putting, you're putting 
cow skin on top of your dog's skin. I didn't say it was cow skin. I think skin. what would happen it said is leather. It, well, pleather. Well, mm-hmm. to, to be fair, it would they would overheat because if you did wear the sweater or wear a coat, the dog would overheat. So he would be a hot dog. Yeah, he, so. he would. Yes, yeah. he would. That was a wiener, man. And my dog is, is female, so I'm not sure why I keep saying he. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, take a break, guys. Yeah, sure. We'll come back and we're going to talk about the second episode in this trilogy, The Empire Strikes Back. We'll be back as well. Hi, folks. This is Michael Lee Cullen the second from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. Okay, anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, you're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter... Then you should definitely check this out, or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. Yeah, so I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can really. So um, yeah. So, so check out a uh, Super Story podcast right here, where you get this podcast, Super Story podcast. A respectable minister takes charge and leads head on. Minister Double Trike may be the foremost politician of textiles. As a minister, I have the utmost sensitivity to these situations, and if anyone's sensibilities were harmed, I would have sensed it. But his petty ambitions will almost certainly lead us to unknown danger. How dare you, sir? Unknown danger has its potential for profit. It's exotic. You can hear Minister Trike and his antics in the radio comedy Magus Elgar. Visit Magus Elgar. Elgar.com to download your copy today. All too real, two strikes back. Whoa. Okay, anyways, hopefully John Williams doesn't sue us. Anyways, um, let's uh <laughs> Love that score. Okay, yes, me too. I don't own, we do not own the rights to the song. There you go. So you know we're saved. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> it is. It's, 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 as long as we say that we're committing Facebook. the crime, that we're not actually committing the crime. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, I'm robbing a bank right now. Well, I, since I said it, I'm not or, actually or, doing it. Or, or, so. or, or I don't owe the rights to this money, you know? <laughs> right. The bank. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm only doing this for public, um, whatever. I, I it's, it's entertainment. It's, 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 I'm, I'm critiquing the money that I'm stealing by spending it in yeah. different locations. <laughs> this service works. Yes. Yes. Money is good. I, it, it spends at the carryout down the street. Um, <laughs> about my Swiss cake rolls and pop tarts and because that's what you do when you rob a bank. <laughs> if you really want those Swiss cake and, and the slushy, don't ever. Oh gosh. Oh, hey guys, we, I think we can get back on topic. The or, the orange, <laughs> nah, it's okay. The orange slush. Oh man, the orange slushy is the best. Orange, green is. Mm, it's all right. Um. Anyway, uh, Empire so back. Empire <laughs> hey, strikes back. They eat treats in Empire Star Episode Wars. Episode five, the sequel to the original Star Wars, which was retitled The New Hope. 
Yeah, okay. True. So let's start with you again, Jamal. Yeah. What are your thoughts, your initial thoughts and and ideas and and, and crazy <laughs> things about this film? I got nothing. No, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Episode five. I, one of the things I like about episode five is that it was a little bit more faster pace. And I also noticed it seemed uh, more darker in the sense of the tone, the story, the screen, uh, the, the storyline was a little bit more darker. Um, I, I, that's one of the things I noticed because, I mean, it kind of makes sense because you're dealing with the Empire and the Empire is, let's face it, it's not, you know, romper room here. So, I mean, of course, it's going to naturally be much darker. So that that would be my, my thoughts about it. What are what are your thoughts there, Matthew? <laughs> Everything he said. That's it. No, but it is like it's, I mean, it's deep. called that was deep, man. That's I really like yeah. your thoughts. Well, sometimes Jamal's were kind of sometimes eh. brevity. <laughs> sometimes brevity is yeah. <laughs> so wait, we just you know doing the race thing here. He said something, and then like I just go yeah, whatever he said. Like yeah, he said it better. Well, I just literally just whatever. Um, you co-opted it. I co. There it is. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's called the Empire Strikes Back, and it's literally because the Empire was was humiliated over you know you know this Death Star blowing up, and now they're they're angry and they're gonna take you know revenge on. I mean, they're gonna be even more angry than they were before. Now, now it's personal. Before it was just eh, we're just building this empire and we're gonna do what we need to do. Now. It's it's an actual they they want to enjoy attacking the rebellion because they feel that they've been embarrassed in front of the whole galaxy because some scrappy little you know young guy was able to shoot into its retcon design flaw that we learned forty years later um, of why it was so easy to destroy. Destiny. Well, no, no, they 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 had the plans there. They actually knew. Oh, okay, because yeah. that's. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rogue One just shows how they got the planes. Oh, okay, all right. right. They okay. already knew that they were going to... Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no, I'm no Star Wars scholar here. I am uh, not either. Well, why are we talking like I this? I don't know, but I, I liked um, the fact that it movie started them on an ice planet. Again, cold and bitter, it's, it's you know, it kind of... Mm-hmm. It lends itself to that kind of tone of just like people just hold up and especially cold. I mean, like I just me personally, I hate the cold. I don't like if you wanted to torture me, you'd put me on an ice planet. I would. I would. Just, cold would never bothered insane. me anyway. Well, the cold does bother me a lot. <clears throat> sorry, frozen, but <laughs> sorry, Elsa. If you, you know, if you're a, if you're a fire princess, that would be better. But you know, sounds hot. It is. Uh, it is. God damn it. <laughs> Hot dog. Anyways, um <laughs> He got me. <laughs> so um my thoughts on this movie is I've never seen it. What, really? I'm joking. Oh. No, um <laughs> You know what I would say right now is this was not going online. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I've seen it millions of times. Um, maybe not that really. I'm exaggerating a little, well, you yeah, know, for, uh, for, for effect. Because if I saw it millions of times, I'd be dead. <laughs> Anyways, it, um, <laughs> multiple generations, really. Yeah. So, so um, <laughs> I watched it again today, actually, and um, I really, really liked it a lot more today than I ever have. Hmm. 
because I see all these nuances in the movie. Like Matt was talking about the coldness of the of Hoth at the beginning and things like that, which I will tell you this. Irving Kirshner is the best person to ever direct a Star Wars film because hmm. this film is the best directed film ever. I of this series, not ever of all time, because there's a lot of movies better than this. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, it is. So it's such a flawless sequel. It's like the best sequel, direct sequel to a movie ever made, in my opinion. Maybe Godfather Two, but um, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> you know, or bigger, fatter liar. But um, <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, you know what? <laughs> it's y'all show. I, 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 okay, I'll just say that. Okay. And a, and a third, you know, close second to that is, of course, um, Kindergarten Cop Two. Yeah. So um, let let us not forget Tooth Fairy Two. <laughs> yep. With Dan fucking Whitney. Anyways, um. <laughs> You know, the last time I did a podcast with y'all, y'all brought this. Guy. Yes, okay, I didn't do it this time. He did, but but yes, we we we. That was of, the that's the only thing that would have made Empire better is if Dan fucking Whitney was in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And by that, you don't mean a, a man named Dan. Dan fucking somebody uh, named Whitney. You mean an actual character? Because that would be kind of weird. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't like. I don't like pornography being mixed in with Star Wars. So I would rather that not be in, yeah. in it. You know, you don't want to get it done, right? No, not not when it comes to Star Wars. No, no, get her done. Anyways, um, <laughs> Damn it. take some pile of sec. Anyways, um, <laughs> so, so I I really think that there's a lot of nuances in the film. To me, you know, being serious here, yeah. um, it's the dialogue in this film and the human interaction and the story is deeper you actually care more about the characters in this film than you did in the first movie um i mean there was there was a lot of cool like one-liners and stuff in the first movie but this you get this feeling that han really cares about luke you get you know he's become his older brother or friend you know it just seems like that you get this feeling that uh you know you get this whole like creepy love triangle between him and leia and luke they didn't yep. know. They didn't know. Just for the record. I, I, I know. They, they, they didn't know. Yeah. But it, it but it's pretty cool. And then you got, you know, and then Lando's in there. Right. Later, kinda hitting on her too. And but you get this feeling like she's able to read that Lando's a sleazy guy. He's still the smoothest guy in the galaxy. But um <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um that's my initial thoughts on it. I just think it's the best directed and acted of the three. It's yeah. I want to add something that Matthew said earlier. How like the Empire were like all embarrassed because you know they got you know the Death Star got destroyed by 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 the rebels. You know it was it seemed like in this one in this episode it was more like the Empire instead of them going throughout the galaxy trying to take over planets and kill people, they just focused all their attention on the rebellion. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it was like okay, you know what? We'll get to the galaxy later. Let's get to them first. Mm-hmm. Let's get them out of the way. Then we'll go and try to arrive there's later. There's not a whole lot of space battle, right? Which which is fine. I really liked the like battle on Hoth. It's just like it, it feels like a real war movie. Mm. It you know, it's like probably the most war movie of this trilogy. 
kind of it, honestly now this is just my personal thought when mm-hmm. I, the battle like when we were fighting on Hoth yeah it seemed like how the battle of the bulge was when they were yeah. stuck out there and they were fighting out in the cold it was like in the middle of mm-hmm. December when they were mm-hmm. doing that yeah so um next next thing is what's your favorite scene in this film yep. Jamal okay and I can tell you right away my favorite scene is when Han Solo was guiding through the asteroid belt, and he was trying to get away from the tie uh, from the tie fighters, and he was like cruising through the through the asteroid belt and things like that. Yes, I, I thought that scene was cool. I, I yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then he got swallowed by that. Uh... Well, not 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 not, 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 not swallowed. He he, <laughs> he, he flew he into it. He flew into it, but yeah. he did not get digested. So yeah. you know. It was kind of like having something underneath your tongue, you know, something right. like that. Well, you can still swallow something and not digest it because then you can vomit it up. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. It's right. kind of a uh, uh, academic, you know. I point. suffer from acid, acid reflux, so I know how this happens. So, and that's the after pilot thing. And see, see, I'm telling you, Dan fucking bit me. <laughs> you, I was about to say oh, that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was gonna say it too. So like, it's okay. I was like, I was like, like I just need half a second. <laughs> we all have the same thought. <laughs> okay, Zantac. There you go. Yes. Zantac yeah. I take that too. Anyways, um, <laughs> be careful though, because apparently. Oh no, I don't that, take that, that anymore. That could be a carcinogens in those. So. Oh, I changed that. I, I I forgot. I don't take that anymore. They changed me. Good. To some good. other good. I think I think it's uh, I don't know what the heck it is. It's like some other one of those. Fucking it's Prilosec. sick. No, I, I do take that. I do take. I, I take. I take the um, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a prayers all three wheeler. I'm gonna eat my corn dog with donuts on it. Yeah, yeah. Eat whatever uh, I want. So. Okay, okay. I just wanted to say for the record, I'm not in no way trying to veer off subject. To, but you know about Dan Whitney. You know, look. All I'm just gonna say is he's not a bad guy. He has a master's degree, at least, or bachelor or something like that. I believe. Doesn't mean I'm not a bad guy just because he has a college degree, though. I, mean, I was gonna say I know plenty of people with master's degrees that are evil fuckers. What, do, you um, mean, <laughs> do, do you mean like he's like he's saying he's, he's smart or something? Like yeah, he he is really no, smart. he is. He just his, plays. He's a character. That's his character. That's the issue I have yeah, with him. He plays this is the this, fact that he is not Larry the Cable Guy. Right. He's trying to cater to these people, this blue collar comedy people Quote, yeah. that. Do not deserve him. Okay, but you know, in in fairness, now we all work in in show business. We all do. So hey, it helps pay the bills. You know, I mean, it's no, it what, does. He, he's a millionaire. I mean, he's got his money. Mm-hmm. He's, he's. I just he's, don't. I just. I like. Like I said, he's the, he's the kid rock of comedy. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> and I, and this, I swore. Right listen, <laughs> and I even swore to myself. I don't want to talk about Dan Whitney here because last time you you seemed a little bit offended, and I was like, I'm "Yeah, let's not let's not talk about Dan." But then he brings it up, and I'm like, "Oh well, now I gotta join in." I, I'm not a tooth fairy too. I'm, I'm not offended. I just love how it just gets gets fitted into a sentence. It's because that's funny. You don't understand. <laughs> when we saw Tooth Fairy two, it was the god off. Mm. If you even listen to that podcast, I. You can hear my voice is seething with anger. Don't worry, from, folks. We're still we're still talking about Star Wars. Yeah, we are. Okay. And like, um, what I'm saying is like. I was like, I was stuttering. I was stuttering. I was sputtering. I was accidentally spitting my words out because of how much I hated the Tooth Fairy too. I mean, it, 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 it like made my blood boil. Oh lord, good lord. And I'm pretty sure it was Tooth Fairy two and not Jingle All the Way to, which wasn't as bad 
as Tooth Fairy 2. And I'm going to assume Dan Whitney yeah, is he in was Jingle Island. All the Way yes, 2. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. And it had some of the same actors from Tooth Fairy 2, and I think some of the same set from Tooth Fairy 2. They were actually shot in different states. Oh, so okay. well, I, I think one was shot in Canada, one was shot in Let me believe my, okay, my bad things about I think one was shot in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um... Fake news, well, hey. So, so, so Matthew. <laughs> yes. What was your favorite part of uh, Tooth Fairy 2? I mean, um... <laughs> that was on, I'm not sure that was on purpose. <laughs> of uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> well, my favorite part is when uh, Luke and Darth Vader are having their fight. And then right as, you know, Luke's about to get his hand cut off, Darth Vader takes off his vest and goes, Bye-bye to Bayou! Get her! <laughs> Damn it, I ruined that one. Um, and so you have a banjo? Reaches like, out, re- reaches out like, a primal sack and goes, like, "No, I am get her down." <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I don't know. There's there's a lot of scenes. I mean, it was, you know, for for example, Cloud City. It, I mean, that's not a scene, but whatever. Just the entire aspect of being on Cloud City. I thought that the entire concept of just having like a fake or not like a manufactured city, just mm-hmm. kind of like. In city in space, which you know did not exist on the planet, it was just its own man, like made up city. It had you know, I mean, thousands of people living there in the community essentially. And then that scene where where Orlando kind of betrays them, and then Darth Vader shows up at dinner. It's like the worst dinner guest ever. Like, oh, Lando invited us to dinner. Isn't this great guy? Cloud City, he's a billionaire and he's got like the finest champagnes and liquors and food and we haven't probably eaten nothing but slugs for the past two movies for the past three years. We live on a fucking ice planet eating fucking shards of ice and crystals and shit. And then all of a sudden, they go to this nice city and they got nice buffet and a nice, you know, thing of apples and fruit fruit tray or fruit basket, whatever you call it. And, oh, Kutraman. Finally, we're going to eat, and then suddenly you open the doors, and there's Vader. Vader just sitting at the fucking end of the table like he owns the goddamn place. Mm, pretty sure it's Cloud City, which is owned by Lando. He owns the entire city. He built it. Mm, pretty sure he gets to sit at the head of the table, not some you know, dark-suited asshole. So, sorry. What are your thoughts about the movie? Uh, <laughs> so, 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 basically, what you're saying is... Darth Vader is probably Donald Trump's favorite character. Yes, he is. Okay. Well, Anyways, um, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I can I just piggyback on that really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. No, this is true. This is a, the new thing that I've noticed now with people. People who are actively siding with the bad guys in the movies. No, no, listen, knowing that they're bad guys. Okay, Because there's one thing siding with the bad guys and you think you're the good guys. Now, people knowingly know these are the bad guys in the movie and they're like, yeah, we're the bad guys. Like, I'm okay with that. It, well, I mean, there, there, there's it, the whole idea of the anti-hero and there's also the whole idea of the whole um, like, movie being told from the perspective of uh, of, of the uh, of the normal <laughs> antagonist. Um, right. Like, such as like a Joker or something like that, which, which I can understand siding with that person in certain ways. <laughs> But you know that that's for another day. I'm not talking but, yeah. about that. I'm talking more of like where you know where, 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 it's, where it's cut and dry that this right. is this is good and this is evil. Like and your your antagonist like, your, your your antagonist of the film is obviously your antagonist. Right. Like can yeah. I can I show you the example? Remember that picture yeah. I showed you with the American flag? It was like the Blue Lives Matter bullshit thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they got Darth Vader and his Sith lightsaber going through the flag, 
and it's like Darth Vader's the bad guy in the story. It's clear that he's there's no ambiguity that he's the bad. So you're saying that you identify with the known villain of the story, but I mean, if, if this was done as a parody, I don't think it was. That's the thing. Which, I, which which I would totally understand it because that would be like somebody trying to criticize police no, force. It was not. Which I mean, I'm whatever you know. I, I don't. Not, I'm not going to get my personal feelings. Right. On that, no, but, it was you know, not yeah. criticizing cops. Yeah. It was not criticizing like American military. It, this was a pro thing like it was like they were like saying like yes we're Darth Vader and we love our country like Darth Vader loves his co- what well, these like, are the same uh, confused people that that uh wow. that, 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 that that these are the same confused people that put um the Punisher logo right. on cop things and not understanding that Frank Castle was a what was a vigilante right who was trying to Kill corrupt cops. Anyway, right, but right, that that was the thing. Like, they don't understand this yeah. stuff. They don't. They're, they they see something that looks cool and dark, and that's the like, oh, edgy. Oh, that's 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 literally it. it and it begins and and okay, that was a weird, weird aside. We, we do this in a lot of our shows. If you if you listen, we 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 go into like fifty million topics. Dan Whitney. So <laughs> I'm gonna buy. I think I'm designing a shirt. For our podcast, just to let you know, look for it on our on our T Public page. It's going to be a Dan fucking Whitney shirt. <laughs> um, just look for it. I don't know when it's going to come out, but it'll be there. I'm it's gonna not going to be. It. It's not going to be pornographic, though, is it? It's not. Gonna no, be good, no, no, good, no. Good, good. It's just going. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to do some something with Larry the Cable Guy. I just got to think it over. We're going to figure it out. Is it legal to do that though? I'm not going to use his face necessarily. Okay. okay. All right. So but we'll figure it out. When are you going to get it done? <laughs> I just, I, we don't I know just, yet. I'll tell you what. I'm going to get her done. When I get her done. <laughs> Anyways, um, so. <laughs> oh, God. So write that down on I, your calendar. I think you just save up all the Dan Whitney stuff now for when Jamal's here. <laughs> yeah, like, obviously. Every it's time like, he comes here, you're just going to be like, oh, by the way, Dan Whitney. Oh, oh, Jamal, oh Jamal's coming. Hey, let's talk about Dan Whitney again. <laughs> so, um. You are our most frequented um, guest. Yeah, though, yeah. So. you've been on the show more than anybody else. So, okay. Now, because this is your third time. Right. And um, About Dan Whitney. Yeah. Right. Third time here, second yeah. time about Dan Whitney. Right, right. So, <laughs> my favorite part of Vampire Strikes Back <laughs> is the introduction of uh, Master Yoda. Mm. Mm. Okay. I like that. Speaking of piggybacking. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yep. Because... Uh, yeah, he he piggybacks on on Deluke. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, but I just like the whole like misdirection of him not being Yoda and stuff. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, obviously you know it's Yoda when you even probably back in eighty three people pro- or eighty and not eighty three. I mean eighty when it came out, people probably knew <clears throat> that he was Yoda because I'm sure it was. Um, but but Frank Oz's performance is just brilliant in that, and yeah. the the puppeteering. I mean, yeah. of that puppet. In all of those scenes, in this movie and in Jedi, oh my God! Pretty elderly. He looks real. He looks so much more real than the CGI one in the prequels. Right. But we're not going to get into that now. We'll talk about that when we talk about the prequels. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's probably it. I just like the whole Yoda scenes, all the Yoda scenes. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I had a question. <clears throat> Did I just fuck up the timeline? Was Cloud City introduced in New Hope? 
and I just totally fucking no, 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 no. Okay, no, good. No, because no, 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 Lando doesn't come in until oh, this movie. Okay, all right. Because oh. they they did not have any black people in the first movie. Yeah, because they didn't because <laughs> they didn't exist in the whole well, galaxy. They, they were on well, they were on Alderaan, and then Alderaan got destroyed. So they all lived in one planet. <laughs> just you know. Yeah. Well, I thought the people on Alderaan were like kind of Latino because uh, Jimmy Smith plays uh, yeah. plays uh, um, um, Leia's adopted father. Leia's adopted father. Right, right. So yeah. Well, he could have just been one person though there too. I'm just right. joking. I, I, I he's, he's the only Alderanian I know. If that's what you call him, Alderanian. No. I, yeah, Alderanian, I think, is what they're yeah. called. I don't know. It just sounds I like... I think you guys look at all the wrong places. Right yeah. Now. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> Alder- That's a good shirt idea. Alderaan places. Alderaan. I like that. Looking for love. <laughs> and, Alder- <laughs> and then you're looking for like an Alderaan place, and then the planet's exploding on the picture. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Let's do this. That's okay. Like an anti-Valentine's Day t-shirt, kind of. Yes. I hate love because I'm single. No. <laughs> Looking for love in all the wrong places. I'm, I'll buy two of those I'm shirts. in the punch drug mood right now. I, I, You've noticed when we were watching the movie, I was chatty Cathy. Then I got kind of quiet. Now I'm in the second wind, so I'm back to... It's okay. Yeah, yeah. We're cool. We're cool. That's good. We're Why good. don't we take a break now, guys? <laughs> sure. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about... You know what we'll do when we come back? What's that? We'll return Ooh. to talk about return of the... <laughs> Jedi. That wasn't uh, whatever. We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> hey, folks. This is uh Michael E. Cullen the um, second from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast Super. called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what what do we do, Matt? We we watch biopics and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we it was we, a lot we, more exciting than that though. Yeah. So, so 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 we we analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah. They're, they're spelled differently, folks. Yeah. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great great uh great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and. Uh, a futile and stupid gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too, too real. real. Bye-bye. And we have returned to the Jedi. Oh wait, no. Mm-hmm. Actually, we return back to the show. Oh, yeah. we're talking about Return of the <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so fucking confused. This is all too real, too. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so, Return of the Jedi is the movie we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like Return of the. Oh, excuse me. All yeah. too real. Yeah, it's, well, it's not Return of the Mac. No. Good song though. That's a good song. It's a good okay. song. They played that in Legends. Yes. Yeah. And it always makes me think of my friend Charlie Mack. But anyways. <laughs> so. Just a little aside. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk about Return of the Jedi, guys. Sure. What is your. Uh, I think I'm losing my voice here. Um, what is your <laughs> favorite. Uh, not favorite. No, what, what is your initial thoughts of the movie there? Uh, Jamal Wallace Jedi Knight. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, okay. <coughs> so, Return to Jedi for me 
it seemed like the tone was a lot more like went down a couple notches it kind of had that feeling that things were kind of like coming to an end per se like you could just see that you know vader had already reached his prime you know it showed that he was kind of like winding down kind of like after you get past your your midlife crisis you kind of start you know winding down in age and stuff like that like that's what it's kind of seemed like you know that's it it, um it had more of a story it had action in it and so it kind of like i would say return of jedi was more of more dialogue in it and it, it had yeah the dialogue was in it and more of a more of a somber tone to it you know so yeah your initial thoughts there matthew I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going through my midlife crisis, and I just bought a Ferrari and a bunch of credit cards, and I'm, you know, having a time in my life, so... You You're going to tattoo in a couple of weeks, so I guess yeah. technically it's the same. I mean, I've... I've I, I got I got a Maserati. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. And uh, I've been spending all the rest of my money on Coke and hookers. Well, okay. And by Coke, you mean like Coca-Cola? Yeah, and... Uh, and but you by, like Pepsi and, more than... Yeah, and by hookers, I mean like these things that you can hang up like pictures with. I call no. them hookers. Oh. <clears throat> well, that's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. And by Maserati, I mean I don't have a car. So basically... You just... Or the Mazda. And by Coke, I do mean Pepsi. So you're just basically, so, buying, um... <laughs> basically just buying soda and, and th- things to hook your pictures up to. Okay, got it. That's yes. Not, that's not too bad. Yeah. What were y'all thinking, man? Y'all <clears throat> were so I, I know. I okay. can't... <laughs> Um, my initial thoughts of Return of the Jedi is, yeah, it's pretty much, I, you know, agree with Jamal. It's like, it is kind of lighter in tone from the, the kind of darkness of Empire. Kind of does remind me of A New Hope a little bit because there's more jokes. It's, there's kind of like a jokiness to it. Um, you know, the Empire has been kind of embarrassed twice. I mean, they did kind of ascend a little bit at the end of the Empire, but they still they they still are losing to a bunch of just rebels that don't really have any military training for the most part. You know, like official military. Like they're just being trained by militias essentially. They're not, you know, going to like the academies. What's that? It's guerrilla warfare. It is guerrilla warfare. <laughs> That's another good t shirt. Actually it's, Guerrilla it's, Warfare is the guerrilla it, fighting. It's actually yes. Ewok warfare ewok yeah the ewok warfare that's the other thing too ewoks you know they're 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 supposed to be kind of like quote unquote the primitives of Mm -hmm. whatever and they're you know they're they're giving it to the stormtroopers who you know have gone through training for decades even probably and they're sitting there just shooting arrows and throwing rocks at them and they they can't do anything about it like and getting caught up in nets very metaphoric like that it is yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. which again is interesting because You know, back in the day, I know it's, I always got to bring politics and everything, but like back in the day when when the bad guys identified with the bad guys but thought they were the good guys, um, now they just identify with the bad guys. But um, back then, they're like, yeah, these natives, they're they're beating the stormtroopers, woo! And then at this next breath, they're like, yeah, we gotta go attack this country. Wait, I, aren't you the empire? Okay, uh, but whatever. Uh, well, um, I mean, I mean, the thing is, when Lucas when Lucas created the series, he never shortly after the Vietnam War. Okay, he never denied the fact, and he actually even said it. The Empire. Most people, a lot of the uh, allegories and stuff are for the Nazis and stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. 
It's the American government right. and the American military. That is what the empire is. Stood for, yeah. Yeah. In his in mind. His mind. Yeah. And so it <clears throat> makes complete sense that you would have like a native people like the poor Vietnamese people right. or something trying to overcome. Of course, it's yeah. kind, of, kind of racist, though, then to, you know, <coughs> say they're like Ewoks. No, I, but you know what I mean. No, no I'm not saying yeah. you're saying it, but no, for but even him to do no, that. I like, but I don't even think that's what he intended. Are you saying because they were short? Huh? Is that the racism part, because they were short? No, it's just because, like, they're, like, weird, furry creatures. Because they're furry? I know, I took you seriously for no reason there. Like, it's like... Sometimes I do that. I'm just like answer questions like, oh yeah, you know, academically. Oh, oh wait, yeah, that was that was a joke. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> don't the literal sometimes the literalism comes, you know, seeps in here, but I got many personalities. It's not good. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. No, I don't mean I have many personalities. I don't mean it like well, I've it's got better than not having a personality at all. It's true. I don't have a multiple personality <laughs> disorder is what I'm saying. I got multiple here. I got multiple facets of a personality. How about that? To my personality. Yes. So. And I have multiple faucets in my apartment. You do, actually. You've got two at least. Yes. Well, three if you count the, the tub. Oh, yeah. So I have three so faucets. Three faucets, yeah. And I guess you could use your toilet as a faucet in a sense. Yeah, so, so uh, I, I, got, I would recommend it, but you know. I got, no. I got very, 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 very faceted faucets. Fa- Faceted faucets. Oh, my God. Faceted faucets. <laughs> where, where was I even going with this? I don't know. I was supposed to give you my initial thoughts about the movie. Now yes. I, I went into a weird political rant. Okay. I. That's the. I think I turn. I think I turn away people from listening to our show because I got to bring politics into every fucking goddamn episode. I well, try okay. not to. I try not to. Here, here's the thing. It's not a political show, but every single episode I got. We're somehow... talking about something called Star Wars. <laughs> well, if you think about it, that is a political struggle. <laughs> it, it technically is right, just in a galaxy far, far away. Right. Yes. So, which and... was written to be an allegory for stuff that was going on so it's perfectly fine to talk about that if we were in the middle of talking about like i don't know dennis the menace strikes back oh there's a huge political metaphor for that one okay yeah then i might have a problem (laughs) i don't know i've never seen it i don't know either i'm just saying But anyways, again, yeah. I just mean because mm-hmm. you know we don't know who listens to our show. We we might have conservatives here, and I I, I shy. I don't make no qualms that I oppose the ideology. I don't I don't even hide that. So again, it's like you know they might not want to be hearing me constantly every single fucking episode. You know, but essentially you're not. bashing their <laughs> well. I mean, they have a choice. It's they do have your politics or Dan fucking Whitney. Yes. <laughs> Good so, comeback. I like that. The rule three. Boom. Uh, <laughs> and they can't say neither. <laughs> you only have those two choices. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. yeah, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Well, well. I've been listening to the wrong podcasts. Right. So it's a good movie. That's, that's my initial. My initial. It's a good movie. That's it. Okay. My initial <laughs> thoughts are. So there's this little guy named Mikey. Wait. What? This is this is my story. Oh, okay. This little guy named Mikey back in 1983. He had a next door neighbor who had all of the Star Wars figures. She was like a year older than me. She was so cute. Her, her, and her family invited me to go see Return of the Jedi with them. Oh, nice! On opening day, nice. And so Mikey went, and uh, this is my favorite Star Wars movie because of that. Nice. Because of your experience. Yes. Yes. Okay. But Empire's a better movie. Anyways, um, so. (laughs) I think everybody would agree with you on that, honestly. So, yeah. But, um, so my thing is, I love this movie. 
I love the Ewoks. I love everything everybody hates about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing for The Last Jedi. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, I do like the things they stole from Return of the Jedi and put in. Like, oh no, no, Last Jedi, I do love. I thought you, I thought you were talking about uh, um, Rise of Skywalker. No, no, um, no, no, no. Sorry, I'm, I'm mixing movies up. So, but anyways, I love this movie. I love everything about it. <laughs> I don't like a lot of the changes they made to it. I miss, I miss the Ewok song at the end of the movie that they decided to get rid of and replace with another song. Mm. I. Missed the original singing in Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Why did they take that away from me, Jamal? Honestly, I think that was a little over the top, honestly. Like, especially when the guy who was singing, and then when he gets in front of the camera, he opens his mouth so wide, you can, like, see his little yula in the back of his mouth. He looks at the fucking camera. He he broke the fourth wall. Yes. You're not supposed to do that unless you're... In a galaxy far, far away, he broke the fourth wall. You only break the fourth wall if you acknowledge that you're breaking the fourth wall, and then it becomes... uh, Or the director instructs you to break the wall. Well, yeah. And you only do it like that if you're Zach Morris. So, um, <laughs> the last time I checked, Zach Morris is not Zach Vader. Uh, <laughs> Saved by the galaxy. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I, I really like the movie. I think it is one of, I mean, the performances are great because everybody's so in their roles and they know, you know, you can tell that they're having fun in the movie. That's what I yeah. like about it a lot. It's, it is a lot more fun than Empire. And I do like the last showdown with uh, with uh, Luke and the Emperor and all that stuff. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so my next question: favorite part of the film? Okay, Jamal Wallace Jedi Knight. Knight. <laughs> Man, I, I got like a little obvious back here. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but actually, okay, this is this. <coughs> See, I like movies with like really good dialogue to it so my favorite part was actually the scene um when luke and leia were talking it was just after you know the the ewoks you know had him over and you know they were having like a little party or something and then luke and leia were there talking on the bridge because in that scene they actually finally realized who is who like they know now that they are brother and sister it's like they finally put it all together mm-hmm. you know and then Luke had to say, okay, this is where I have to go now. I have to go confront Vader. I have to do this, you know, to to seal his destiny as well as Darth Vader's. So that I like that part. What is your favorite part? Uh Matthew. Oh. <laughs> I love Huss. The, I love the pause. <clears throat> That was a weird accent. When you go, go. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. Um, oh, that scene, like where you know the guy breaks the fourth wall. It's the best scene in the entire series, far my, as far as I'm concerned. Nine, uh, out of nine movies, hey, Jamal. Um, do you want to be my new co-host? <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I can't believe he's he was, like that, th- those graphics are so awesome. Where you can obviously tell that it's a new graphic being superimposed onto old <laughs> graphics, so you can obviously tell that it's not the original thing. It's the awesome. Editor, hey, the hey, editor spent twelve hours on Final Cut. Okay, yeah. Hey, hey, Jamal, it's like putting a cartoon character on top of an actual hey, movie, hey, and it just sits there. It's awesome. Hey Jamal, so uh, 
not only do I want you to be my new co-host, <laughs> I need a new best friend. Oh, fuck you. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no what, what's your real favorite scene? Uh, shoot, I don't know. There's so many. It, well, well, I, I, to be fair, we'll say you have two parts. I got that? two parts. I mean, I guess I like the end with, you know, Vader saves Luke, of course. That's an easy one. But, um, you know... I guess just the lightsaber fight is is good. Like I was saying when we were, when we were watching it, it's a lot. You know, it's to co- to borrow a phrase from Pierce Hawthorne's um, character and community. The the lightsaber duel was streets ahead than it was you know of um, a New Hope. Like they were using their legs, they were actually doing like foot movements. It actually looked like a sword fight as opposed to New Hope, where it's two old guys going, I'm. Setting sticks against each other, with, but without walking. Yeah. Well, they had better um, sabers too. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that looked cooler. Um, but again, it's like this is not one of my favorite movies of the series, so it's kind of hard to find like the best, you know, yeah. whatever. Because I, I do like Empire a lot. I like A New Hope. Because again, see, it's, it's like a whole experience thing, right? Well, like A New Hope was my thing because I went to go see. A New Hope in the theaters when they did the re the reissue and I saw it with with you know our my friend Aaron I think a couple of other kids like we were in junior high so like that became like now that now that memory is like solidified as going to see A New Hope and right. we got to like actually go like we didn't have to have our our parents like chaperoning like we actually got to go alone in the theater like oh we're you know. <laughs> we're kids but we're alone you know type of yeah, you know that's so, the coolest thing it is it was it was like oh my god like you know and um of course nowadays it's probably too dangerous to even fucking do that because of i know, used to sneak I, in movie theaters oh when really I was in junior high. <laughs> awesome yeah. i did that once actually you know what it was too worst fucking movie ever to do it to too one time i broke the law to sneak into movie- batman and fucking robin I mean, not like he's fucking robin but like it's batman and robin the movie with george clooney um yeah, uh, we might review that one sometime. Yes, too. we probably will. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just paused there for a second, like. Oh, uh, so, my favorite. Are you done, Matthew? Yeah. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Just make sure. <laughs> yeah, <I'm done. laughs> my favorite part of the film is when uh, they're near the Sarlacc pit, and uh, the lightsaber pops out of R two D two and <laughs> and. And uh, that Luke long gets delay. Into, and it goes into Luke's hand, and then he starts to go crazy, and then they they free themselves, and then and then it goes on, and then Leia kills Jabba. I like <laughs> that whole scene. That's pretty cool. Boba Fett falls into the Sarlacc pit and all that stuff and everything, and they're all saving each other, and mm-hmm. that's just exciting. Gets and, me all happy. And this too, because the camaraderie, they're all saving yeah. each other. They're they're like mm-hmm. team, they're like a trio almost. Though. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Leia literally fucking chokes the lot <coughs> yeah. out of Jabba just by pulling on that chain. And you have, and, you have you know, Han and Lando saving each other. That's really cool. <laughs> right. right. The, they're um, buddies from before. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, which we find out in Solo. Right. When, speaking of Streets Ahead, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, Donald Glover yeah. from Community yeah. plays a young Lando. Yeah. Childish Gambino. It's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Childish Gambino. That's, he's a great, he's, I mean, he's a great actor, writer, he's musician. Really I mean, it's like... He's a good looking dude. He is a good looking dude. I mean, he's got... You know, a lot of... He, you know, he's, he's another fucking Terry Crews. He's like a rare gem among 
among you know, he's, he's another Terry Crews or Justin Timberlake, somebody that pisses me off because they have so much fucking talent. <laughs> Wait a minute, you have talent? Hold on. Now. No, I do, but it makes me mad when I see somebody that should not have that much fucking talent in one person. But I love both of I love all those guys. Hey, so. but also too. If if you do, ever, then there's Dan Whitney, oh, of course. who has well, all of I mean, the talent in the fucking world. I mean, he's got it all combined. It's it's kind of like in a movie where you know some of the people die, and then all their abilities just go into the one person's body. That's, 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 that's that force. Is, that's the force. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the force, definitely. Oh yeah, he's got yeah. the force of shit. Um, force got her done with stupid Prilosec <laughs> bullshit and um. I know, I'm sorry. See, I, I sputtered. You got a purple lightsaber, like uh, like like, why like Mace get, Window. Why? Because because purple is the color of pilot sack. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare fucking ruin Mace Window for me. <laughs> well, he's ruined my childhood. Now. <laughs> God damn it! My childhood is now ruined. <laughs> oh, oh man. Let's see. That's uh, that's the whole character. I'd love to talk about. How the Mace Windu, <clears throat> how he came about. <coughs> so like, when mm-hmm. George Lucas was first writing like the very first drafts of Star Wars, he didn't even have it. It wasn't even called Star Wars. It was like it had like this really weird long name. And one of the first characters that he actually had as like the idea of like the main, like, kind of like the Luke Skywalker. His name was Mace Windy. And then later on, for the prequels, he's got a character named Mace Windu, who is not the the main character, but like dude, and, and one been... of the one of the kids in the Ewok adventures. Right, first name is Mace. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so he, he's had this name for a while, the Mace Windy or Mace Windu. Yeah, I have a question. Is is it true? I heard a rumor that apparently, when he was writing Star Wars, like Episode Four, that Mace Windu was supposed to be basically like Obi Wan. Like Obi Wan, that's why. No, no, I, I, the Mace Window was going to be like the Skywalker. He was going to be kind of like Luke, kind of. And then eventually um, he became Luke Starkiller, and then uh, right Starkiller, yeah. Which then, they ended up using in uh, Force Awakens as the name of the base. Right. Okay. Name the base. <clears throat> Starkiller. Base. Then they also do Anakin Starkiller at one point too, or is that or not? Well, it might have been yeah, because I mean the whole thing they're probably going to try to. You know, the whole family was supposed to be Star Killer. But anyway, it was interesting that that like we we could have lived like an alternate timeline, like with the whole infinite universe thing. We could have had a movie called like the the Book of Glyph or whatever it was called, starring Mace Windy as the main character instead of Star Wars. I don't think it would have sold as many tickets with that name. Yeah, it was a weird name. It was like the Book of Murr or something like that. Like wow. nothing that you would really like think is great. So, um, final question here. Favorite movie of the trilogy? Go, Jamal. The Empire Strikes Back. Woo! Favorite movie of the trilogy? Go, Matt. Um, uh, the, uh, Star Wars holiday special. Holiday special. Life Day. My favorite holiday. I actually celebrate Life Day now instead of Christmas. I just go, and I'm not doing Christmas this year. I'm doing, I'm doing Life Day. Chewbacca is going to be at the manger. If you remove him, I'm going to remove. Is Lumpy going to be gonna, there? I'm going to remove your head from your body if you remove. Is this Chewbacca. like? Is this like Festivus? <clears throat> is that what's... No, it's Life Day. That's the holiday of the Wookies. Mm. No, uh, what were we going to ask? What is your favorite movie of the trilogy? No, before that, I mean, I, you were going to say something. Well, oh, I just said, is Lumpy going to be there Who's too? Lumpy. <clears throat> I don't know who Lumpy You've is. obviously not seen the holiday special. I have seen. No, I haven't. I've seen. Ten, Lumpy, Lumpy is seen, one of one, one of Chewbacca's relatives. I've seen two, ten minutes of it, and I've seen a review of it, 
Because I can't get past that fucking music video bullshit. I don't understand how the stormtroopers are gonna. They're trying to kidnap Chewbacca or arrest him or whatever, and then the little kids like, oh, check out this music video thing with this little hologram bullshit, and then the stormtroopers are just like, oh, watch it. Like, who does that? Like, like, I I imagine that this hologram is kind of like the equivalent of a TV, so it's nothing that's like special that you haven't seen before. So it's like the equivalent of like the cops are coming to arrest me, and then my my non-existent son that doesn't really exist in real life and just for the argument's sake he's like oh check out mtv and then the cops are just watching the mtv fucking music video as everyone else is escaping the goddamn house what kind of idiots are these guys anyways so um they're program stormtroopers what, what was the that. um what was the question again <laughs> sorry Jamal. these are program stormtroopers you know that right yeah oh well, no they're hmm. real people i don't know whatever um <laughs> what is your favorite movie in the trilogy <laughs> oh the trilogy uh <laughs> I think I think I'm kind of scared to ask now. <laughs> um, it's um, um, <clears throat> shit. What was it? There That's is not one of the movies. No, it's not shit. <laughs> God damn it. I, I, Okay, you got one through nine. <laughs> no, no, he's got to. I'm trying to think of this. Some, I'm trying this to think. trilogy. Oh, this trilogy. I thought you meant the whole. No, no, no. Oh, because we're okay. gonna still talk about the other. Movies in Are the you saga. sure you want to do that? Because I've already rambled through this one. Okay, oh, uh, no, that's fine. We'll be good. <laughs> okay, of this trilogy, because I was going to say Rise of Skywalker, obviously. It's the best movie of all time, ever. There's no flaws in it whatsoever. Everything about it is The perfect. views of Matthew Haas do not necessarily reflect the views of All Too Real 2. <laughs> Nor do they re- reveal the views of Matthew Haas. But, uh, <laughs> um, but the favorite of this trilogy, 4 through 6, I'm still going with Life Day. I mean, um, Holiday Special. It counts. It counts because no, it counts because because holiday special takes place in between New, A New Hope and Empire. So technically, it's part of the trilogy. I'm sticking with holiday special, which I have not seen. But okay, um, I, I think he's doubling down. I'm that. doubling down on this. If I will actually commit right now to all of our listeners, <laughs> if you no, <clears throat> if you pledge one hundred dollars. Each, mind you, um, ten people pledge a hundred dollars to our so total thousand dollars, or it's just a thousand dollars equivalent thereof. Thousand dollars to our Patreon account. I will film myself so so it's, there's proof of delivery. I will film myself watching the holiday special for sixteen hours straight. I will not take a break. I, except for like maybe a bathroom thing, but like, you know, and I'll eat while watching it, so I won't, I'll eat all Will my you meals. live stream yourself watching I'll live, it? well, I'll record or live stream. Okay. Either or, or, and or. So if we, if we, fuck it, if we just do $500. Alright, f- alright, we'll go to 500. 500, he'll do it for 8 hours. 1,000, no. he'll do it for 16 hours. No, I'll still do it for 16 oh, okay. hours. I'll still do it for 16 hours for $500. And an equivalent doesn't have to be you know a hundred dollars each person. Just the equivalent thereof, five hundred dollars. I'm gonna watch this live. American dollars, mind you. We're not doing like you know different you know Russian currency or any you know any kind of Trump stuff like that. We're you know we're doing, um you know (laughs) we're you know we're um, uh, so I will live stream and or record myself watching the holiday special for sixteen hours straight. 
and I'll, you know, I will take a break from like a bathroom, that kind of thing, obviously, because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to th- call my, you know, I'm not going to hurt my body by keeping, you know, fluids and stuff. And that's not. We are not strapping him to the chair no, no, no. with no. his eyes open, you know, clockwork horn style here. <laughs> but, um, and for an extra, extra $200, making it $700, I will not only watch um, the holiday special, I will go on a record going to every single fan um like 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 um comic-con i will i will fucking i will double down and go to comic-con and say holiday special is my favorite and i won't i will not back down i will you not do break, realize I how will, much it costs to go to comic I'm, I'm well yeah. maybe next year not this year but um there might be diminishing returns here i'm just letting well, you know next year um, and <laughs> okay but the ticket the ticket will be paid for by someone else i won't pay for my own ticket so so um so someone's got to pay for my ticket, <laughs> but but I will go to Comic Con or any other kind of fandom place, event, whatever, and I will I will commit to this. I will not I will not break character. I don't care how much hate I get from like alt right nerd bros or whatever. I will I will I'm I'm, I'm committing to this. I'm pretty I, sure they're not going to hate you watching the Star Wars Christmas special. What's that? Holiday, I don't think holiday special. I don't think they're going to hate you watching the Star Wars holiday special. Like uh, if they do, they, they, they probably have issues. But I, you know. well, mo- uh, most Star Wars <laughs> fans have issues. Uh, no, it's <laughs> uh, well, there are a lot of uh, publications, so they probably do have issues of Star Wars. Well, that's true. Oh yeah. Okay, but so seven hundred dollars, I will five hundred. I will watch at sixteen hours straight. Seven hundred if the tickets provided um, for free of cost. I will go to like Comic Con or any kind of event. And I will double down. I will not break character. I will. I will you wear a T-shirt that says I, I would, that that says I celebrate Life Day. I will unironically wear a T-shirt that says I celebrate Life Day, and I will not make jokes about it. I will not smirk. I will not grin. I will be one hundred percent committed to believing. I'll actually believe. See, you know, like how old spies they used to like actually train them to believe their actual stories. So much so that even if they got drugged or like or had to drink like at a bar to like keep their cover, that they would never ever deviate from their story, no matter how inebriated or how drugged up they were. I will I will commit at the level of like a spy. We got a nice little pen thing there. What are you doing there? Smoking a pen? Is that what's going on here? Va- vaping? Pen vaping? Vaping's bad for you. You know that, right? Terrible. So, so we'll just, I guess we could just leave it at the part that, uh, your favorite is the, the holiday special. Well, only if, it, only if I get a 500, if, if we get $500, I'll still, I'm not gonna say it right now. But like, if we get $500, I'll start saying it. I'm not gonna give a freebie right now, no. Um, I'd say Empire Strikes Back is the favorite. Oh, okay. Alright, we, 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 uh, uh, Return yeah. of the Jedi. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, you already said that, you know, yeah. that was your favorite experience. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah. that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes it's, sense. It's my favorite Star Wars movie, period. So, Didn't um, I already say New Hope was, though? My fa- ah, whatever, who cares? But um, I will tell you that, uh, you know, Empire is really good, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. But uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Fair enough. So, everyone, you know, get on board here. I will... I will live stream. I'm I'm fine with you giving us money in any way whatsoever, people. Um, you can check out our Patreon. There's a link in the show notes. You can also, um, you know, buy T-shirts at our T Public. There'll be uh, links in the show notes. You can check out our friend Jamal Wallace Knight at Gaming After Dark. There'll be links in the show notes, maybe, <laughs> if he provides them. And um, uh, uh, Mixer.com. Forward mm-hmm. slash gaming after dark, last mm-hmm. stream every Saturday, 
between 10 and 10, 10 and 10.30 Eastern Time. That is Eastern Standard Time. That is the time on the East Coast of the United States. Uh, yeah. PM. PM. <laughs> that is uh, PM, not AM. Right. And uh, I love Return of the Jedi. And I love, yeah. I love Lamp. <laughs> okay, it's interesting little reference there. Yes. Uh, Burgundy, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Anyway, so um, (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) so my uh, are you just pointing at things and just saying that you loved them? (laughs) Any uh, any final thoughts before we close this bad boy out? Who are you talking? Any of you? You you have any? You have any, Jamal? Um, I guess final thoughts are is uh, I I just like the the originals. Four, five, and six. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> my final thoughts is I just love Star Wars in general. <clears throat> it's always, you know, always been a General part of my Leia. life. General Leia, yeah. General, <laughs> I still call her General slash Princess Leia. I can't, <coughs> I can't give up the princess part. No, I know that some people, you know, they give people general titles in the Star Wars movies really easily. Right. I'm just saying. That. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, I know true. people were trying to do general to make it like to kind of get away. Like, oh, she's a princess. I'm like, for one thing, I don't. See her being the princess as being like negative or no, she's somehow a Dis- she's a Disney princess somehow man. takes away from her like you know like her badassery if that's even a word or whatever like she could still be a princess and kick ass and be a good general anyway so um, but yeah I love I love the books you know I've been reading some of the books like the Dawn the Jedi the the Lost Tribes of the Sith um, you know I, I've got I've got a book called Shadows of Empire for twenty four years I still have not read yet. Um, I plan on reading that soon. I like the comic books for Darth Vader. I like I, I read those, but I don't know how to read. You don't know how to read? Mm. Oh, sorry. Oh no, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I like I the Clone, Clone Wars. I like the Clone Wars TV series. Uh, the Rebels TV series. Rebels Rebels is better. But yeah, I, really, I like, I like Clone Wars better personally. But I like I like, I like, both I like them both. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just I, I really love Star Wars as a as a, just a uh, cultural. Um, event, I guess is the word. Um, you know, it's been around for 43 years. <clears throat> it doesn't look like it's. What do you was with you and the smoke, fake smoking? Do not start smoking, Mike. Don't, no, I'm not. I'm just pretending. No, I know, but don't even pretend because then you'll want to do it for real and then it'll be a bad habit. That's how it gets started. That's how it works. It's how it gets started. Oh, okay. When you mimic things, you start to. Yeah. That's how it all works. That's why all actors who play like serial killers end up becoming serial killers. Yes, and what I mean by that is like they're eating cereal, or you could like, be like the guy that's the president of the Ukraine. Yeah, he was an actor who played president of the Ukraine. Oh, really? and now he's the current president. That of is like meta. Like, that yeah, is <laughs> art imitating life. Anyway, yeah. Star Wars is is a cool thing. Forty three years does not look like it's slowing down at at all. Um, you know, I I really think for like the next fifty to like sixty years, this is still going to be a thing. We're going to have literally generations of people talking about this as though people talk about Shakespeare. I'm not even saying that as a joke. Like I truly believe that. Like right. so that's you know And my final thoughts here are I love Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and uh be sure to uh like, subscribe, all that good stuff. All the infos in the show notes. Share with your friends. Give us money. Wait, that sounded really desperate. Just, just uh, no, just yeah. yeah. It'd be nice if you give did. us money, and Matt will do crazy things. Yes, yes. What? 
We'll come up with some more crazy things for him to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm gonna degrade myself. Well, no, not like that. That was that sounded bad. But no, I'm not. Mm. Never mind. But you could also like you know <laughs> give us money and pick out what movies we do audio commentaries to and other things of that nature. Just check out our Patreon. It's fun, folks. Make sure you check out Jamal. Like to thank Jamal for joining us tonight. Absolutely. And uh, that is all. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.